www.healthcmi.com. Acupuncture Continuing Education Online for the United States and Canada. Today, a little bit about Lyme's disease. Today's public information podcast features Lyme's disease, which is an emerging infectious disease that's caused by a bacteria, particularly a spirochete, named after its spiral shape. Acute infection is usually due to a tick bite, but it can be by any blood transfer, including from spiders, mosquitoes, and other insects. It's most common in the Northern Hemisphere, very common on the Eastern Seaboard, and throughout California on the coast near Santa Cruz and Los Gatos. However, Lyme disease is throughout Europe as well. It can present itself as musculoskeletal complaints. Also, in the central nervous system, it can even lead to paraplegia, memory loss, and psychiatric disorders because of infections in the brain. Initial onset can be a fever, headache, extreme exhaustion, and depression. So it may come on like a common cold or flu initially, but yet, strangely, there's no mucus, no sneezing, uh, things like this. So it, it's definitely the extreme fatigue. It can mimic Taiyang Zheng Feng with that extreme exhaustion, common cold. It can affect the central nervous system very quickly. In Western medicine, it's often treated with antibiotics, doxycycline and other antibiotics, sometimes triple antibiotics, which, if caught early, may be very helpful. However, in chronic cases, sometimes antibiotics are unable to stop the Lyme disease from spreading because this particular bacteria has a way of disguising itself where it can actually change its outer shell to a different formation such that the immune system cannot recognize it. It can also lodge in different areas, become dormant, and then reemerge later, which is why it is so tricky to treat. It's named after Lyme, Connecticut, where it was first discovered and identified in 1975, although it's been around for a longer time. Now, if there is a tick bite, there can be something called a bullseye rash. So it looks just like a bullseye, has that red center, the white patch, and then the big circle or ring around it. It can be enormous or it can be quite small. That's one way to identify the spread of Lyme's disease, the uh, common bullseye rash. But it can appear as other kinds of rashes. Or if a small bite is on the, on the scalp, people might not notice anything at all. So ticks, a very common cause, but ticks can come down from trees and land on the head and is simply not spotted. Uh, the rash can be red, it can be warm, but it's usually painless. Uh, after the first stage, which can take one to two weeks to develop of this kind of common cold or flu extreme exhaustion, other symptoms can take effect. They can be musculoskeletal pain, depression, fibromyalgia. It can be polyneuropathy with shooting pains, numbness, tingling of the hands and feet. Uh, but mostly people just experience overwhelming fatigue. Sometimes people are misdiagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, or even Alzheimer's disease because the infection has crossed the blood-brain barrier and affected the brain. So unfortunately, antibiotics or herbal medicine with acupuncture would have been a better choice for many patients who were then put on antipsychotics. 
Hygienics Corporation has extensive testing of the blood and urine to spot Lyme's disease. It's rarely covered by insurance, this type of testing. However, sometimes the CD57 test is accepted by insurance companies. It runs approximately $150. And a CD57 test usually is a marker of the immune system for relating to Lyme's disease and its co-infections, such as Ehrlichia. Actually, there are several co-infections that can go along with it or separately. And a CD, CD57, if it's over 200, no problem typically. However, if the CD57 test comes up lower than 60, we have a, a problem with the patient's immune system. Between 60 and 200, there can be a mildly normal range there. It's a tough call. Anything below 20 is very serious. So Western testing is excellent. And if a patient has chronic extreme fatigue, maybe even unexplainable fibromyalgia, Lyme's disease may be suspect. It couldn't hurt to get a CD57 test to at least take a look. Another diagnosis associated with Lyme's disease is arthritis. It can affect the knees, but it can occur in the ankles, elbows, wrists, hips, shoulders, throughout the body. Again, this is the bacterium stimulating these effects. GlaxoSmithKline had developed a vaccine for Lyme's disease, and it did show high efficacy rate in preventing it in um, adults and children. However, due to side effects, it was pulled off the market. Uh, many of the recipients reported autoimmune side effects, and it was pulled. According to Chinese medicine principles, this is a damp heat toxin. It can be also heat in the blood. It can also present as wind heat initially, or even wind cold. Ultimately, because it is a bacterial infection causing the qi and blood deficiency long-term, it is always an external toxin that has uh, become endogenous. The herbal formulas in acupuncture to treat Lyme's disease can be very effective. They can also be effective in combination with antibiotic therapies. One particular formula for chronic Lyme's disease that comes to mind is Daiyuan Yin. Daiyuan Yin is a combination of Binglang, Ho Po, Chao Guo, Huang Qin, Chermu, Bai Xiao, and Gan Chao. This has the antimicrobial properties necessary to kill off the Lyme's disease while supporting the middle chi, relaxing and nourishing the liver, and clearing the internal heat. Care must be given to resolving the dampness, resolving the damp heat, and benefiting the spleen chi. In order to support the spleen and stomach chi ability to transform and transport fluids, and dampness. In acupuncture, do 14, 13, and 12. Daozoi, Daodaj, and Su, plus large intestine 11 and 4 in many cases, sometimes combined with stomach 36. Clear heat and toxins and support the chi. Treatment may be required for three times a week for several weeks with the acupuncture and the herbs. However, in many cases, patients should start to show significant signs of their energy being restored. To keep cost containment without having extensive blot tests, 
consider at least the CD57 test as a marker of improvement. Over time, as the patient's symptoms improve, it would not be unusual that the Western MDs will find that there is no Lyme disease or co-infections left in the bloodstream. However, the patient may be exhausted from the chronic illness and may require further care until they have fully recovered. Also, Lyme's disease and its co-infections can evade Western detection and is usually best to continue care for a while, even though they have been cleared by their doctors, because it may be lodging in the system and avoiding detection. Acute Lyme's disease is often best treated with doxycycline and other antibiotics, but may also be combined with very strong antitoxin herbal formulas and herbal formulas to clear damp heat, including Huanglian Jiedu Tang or Long Dan Siegan Tang and these very strong herbal formulas. Certainly, it is an important idea for patients to consider supplementing their Western medicine care with traditional Chinese medicine. Although no National Institutes of Health studies have been done to date on traditional Chinese medicine and its effects on Lyme's disease, clinicians are reporting excellent results using acupuncture and herbal medicine. Thank you for listening to our public service announcement. You can learn more at www.healthcmi.com.